No. This is not a meme. I'm calling it a meme just because it makes me feel a little bit more sane. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And the future of the X-Men franchise is in our grasp, Mike. Ooh, Got it. Shink, shink. Uh, will they Green Lantern show up in Justice League? Will they? Ooh. Won't they? Mm-hmm. We totally expect a Guardians of the Galaxy trailer on Tuesday. Oh, we do? I didn't even know you that. Die. And more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, as anyone that knows, we are very horrible at picking trailers. And I'm, I'm, I'm putting a bold claim in there, Mike. Bold claim. Yeah. Well, um, we're, I'm kind of coming into this... Uh, this uh, episode of Superhero Slate kind of blind. Every once in a while I do these uh, blind episodes where I don't look at any of the notes. I just kind of ask Chris, is there any footage or trailers I need to watch? And then it's basically you just catching me up for what I missed last week because I was actually pretty busy last week. So um, I'm looking forward to see what new stuff is going on. You've been doing some new stuff with our podcast. I know you're gearing up for like Comic Cons. There's there's a lot of stuff going on. It's kind of it's kind of a, the 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 year of 2017 is kind of uh, increasing from a simmer to a boil because I mean Lego Batman kind of was the first official movie mm-hmm. of the year for us but I think Logan's kind of gonna be like it's like kind of that's really like getting it going it, you know it doesn't feel like it's this week is Logan if I was to put it honestly it also mm-hmm. does not feel like this week is going to be March um where has the year gone Mike we are yeah two months down and it, well yeah I was keeping I lost track of Logan and I almost had to like try to figure out when it was coming out because I didn't have a calendar in front of me and I was like okay I know I bought my Logan tickets my wife knows when Logan is, so I had to ask her. I was like, Logan's next week, right? And she's just like, yeah, it's next week. That's when March is. And I was like, what is going on? But there is, like, what, two less days in this month, so it does make a little sense. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. And, I mean, here in, in the Midwest, the weather, is it was 80 degrees on Friday. Um, yeah, that's weird, man. And snowing yesterday. <laughs> so it went from hot to cold real quick. So uh, definitely deal with that. Uh, but like you said, we have I've been working real hard on several projects, and one of them, you know, Superhero Slate. And we are officially approved and searchable on Google Newsstand now. Which I don't even know what that is. But. I, I had no idea. I had to give mad props to Brian Smith, uh, who I work on Comic UI with. Um, he found out about it and put uh, Comic UI in there. Since, you know, we're news, you know, a news site over there. And mm-hmm. um, most news things are, you know, most are reading. Like you re- go to a news app and you read the news, right? Um, yeah. And they just pull from your feed. Well, however, with Google Newsstand, since it's Google, it has uh, built-in SoundCloud integration, built-in YouTube integration. So if you download the Newsstand app, which is free, search Superhero Slate, you can find our feed with all our podcasts, the YouTube channel of regular episodes, spoiler cast, and then our SoundCloud channel. Man, uh, shots, shots fired, Apple, because I think a while ago we tried to put the podcast up on Apple Newsstand, and they were just like, no, no podcast, get out of here. Yeah, and, and the beauty of it is, again, we talk about uh, show notes every week, and if you mm-hmm. tap one of these, um, you know, when it says podcast, you tap one, it pulls up the show notes with hyperlinks to everything we talk about uh, yeah. while you're right, listening. That's cool. So, um, you know, if you want to get in, get in the show notes, you're an Android user, have Google Newsstand, and you're already using it, 
Search for us. We're there. If you want to give it a try, it's a free app. Whatever. We're doing it. We're going to be out there, like, regardless. So um, We out there, fools. We are out there. And speaking of out there on the internet, Mike, I'm going to be out there in person representing Superhero Slate the next two weekends in a row. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's been exciting. Next weekend is the Louisville Arcade Expo. So if you're in the Louisville area, it's the Arcade Expo. Uh, really cool event. Tons and tons. A big conference room full of arcade machines and video game systems from 1999 and before. Nothing 2000s and after. So uh, the I think the last system, I think they have a big Nintendo 64, Smash Brothers 64 tournament on Saturday there. And it's probably the, one of the biggest things. And we are sponsoring one of the prizes. Ooh, uh, that's right. So um, Superhero Slate will be there. I will be filming the event and working the event. And I'll have a Superhero Slate shirt on. And But for the 64 tournament, come in. If you like Smash, if not, that's fine. I mean, just have a good time with it. You know, that's that's the beauty of Man, it. Man, when you, when you show up to a, an event, you show up to an event. It's like mm-hmm. you're filming it. Uh, you're 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 in in part sponsoring it in two different ways. You're you're showing up, man. That's awesome. Well, actually, I, I counted yesterday. I'm spo- I'm actually representing six different groups while I'm there <laughs> on on this weekend, and I have no idea how that happened. All of a sudden, you're so. you're a good you're a good spokesman, man. Yeah, I, someone's gonna be I'd be hype man. I'm the hype man. Let's get hype. You know what? The, Get prepared because this is on on Saturday. I'm assuming, right? Uh, it's all weekend, Friday afternoon, but I'm gonna be there all day Saturday for sure. You're gonna be confused every day when you wake up in the morning because you're gonna like, what shirt do I wear today? What oh, am I, I representing out there on the floor? Well, um, sadly, yet yeah, not sadly, the only shirts I have are the superhero slate shirts. So um, <laughs> yeah, I have enough to wear one of those every day of the week right now. So, Hell yeah, uh, really excited. That's what I like that. to hear. Uh, but the following Saturday, I will be spending all day at Lexington Comic and Toy Con uh, in mm. Lexington, Kentucky. And this is more of an actual convention. Um, there are uh, the huge people there. Theo Rossi, who played um, in, in Luke Cage. Uh, in Luke Cage uh, he used Shades. Shades of uh-huh. Luke Cage. Um, at Jay and Silent Bob. John Wesley Shipp, who is the 90s Flash and the dad in the Flash right now. He's going to be there. Uh, it, it's a big, it's a big event. Um, the keep, guy- a, keep a, keep a lookout for some of those toys because how many times on this show do we drop exclusive like releases that come in toy form? So look out for something we haven't seen before there. Yeah. And I'm going to be there with, um, some, some superhero slate, um, stuff. i actually have, uh, I, I did some spring cleaning yesterday, Mike, and some, mm-hmm. um, I count one, two, three, four, five, six. Plus, um, Marvel uh, Collector Core boxes full of stuff I'm giving away of random nice. things at all the conventions this year. Uh, comic books, uh, dice master, full dice master sets, um, ceramic like the Doctor Strange ceramic mugs, uh, all sorts of crazy stuff. So if you find me in a superhero slate shirt at any of these conventions, uh, come see me and I'll give you something like simple as that. Like cool. I'm, I'm all about sharing the love. So. Really, really hyped for for the next couple next couple months. Really, gosh, it's it's gonna be wild. And I, before we jump into the the real news here, I gotta add one more thing before we we get to our next topic. It's not written down. Uh, I've been uh, I want to just hype up a web series I'm I'm a part of called Bagged and Board that's filmed uh-huh. locally here in Louisville at the Destination uh, Comic Book Store, which is my comic book store we go to. The first season is on YouTube for free. Episodes one through seven. We just want you. Uh, I just want people to watch it. It's free. It's on YouTube. 
episodes range from 15 minutes to 30 minutes later on. I think the later the series really catches itself later on, and um, it, it covers things from like pod clubs, rival podcast stations, which I think we could relate to <laughs> if we had any rivals. But we're number one, okay, number one. I mean, I mean, from what I hear, it sounds like there's like a, a ton of passion coming out of the that that web series. So I hope, uh, I hope people end up watching it that sounds awesome yeah yeah and, and like i said youtube for free i'll uh, i'll put a link in in the show notes to check it out but i just want i just want to just promote a little bit promote a little bit because um they're they're good about promoting um uh, superhero suite on their stuff uh that they do on the side so uh i, I really like those guys and, and hope they do well uh i guess that's part of me too so i hope i do well <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta start the day with some bad news mm, uh woke up rough. this morning uh i fell asleep this happens every time i fall asleep i wake up and uh, we've lost a great actor, Bill Paxton. Uh, he, yeah. he passed away due to complications from surgery. Uh, you may know him from, the, I think, the movie Aliens. Uh, I remember him from Twister growing up. Yeah, I think a lot of people remember from Twister. Like, Twister was a movie that came out, like, right at the perfect time at, around our ages. We were, like, the kids that just wanted to go see, like, a crazy, like, scary tornado movie, and Bill Paxton was there to guide us through it. Yeah, uh, exactly. And then, you know, even scarier movie, Titanic. He was there. Uh-huh. He was searching for stuff. But um, ironically, I was out um, at a doing some bar hopping last night. Very light bar hopping, if you will. But uh-huh. an old season one Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode was on where wow. he was the leader of uh-huh. you know, Hydra at the time. And I was like, oh, that's that's cool. That's an old one. And um, lo and behold, woke up and, and he's he's no longer with us. Uh, sad to hear, but... Uh, we, we will always have all his other movies to, to look back on and all the stuff he's done for us. So. Yeah, it was really awesome. It was always cool seeing him uh, pop up in movies. I remember him specifically from being the brother in Weird Science. I love that movie, Weird Science. And he was such like, he played such a good like jackass brother in that. And he was always like, he always lightened the, the, the screen up whenever he was up there in a movie. And um, it was really cool to see him pop up in Agents of Shield because I remember specifically the first t- the first scene he popped up in Agents of Shield. I was just like, oh wow! I was like, that was the moment when I was like, oh wow, Agents of Shield can really get star power because that's what happens when I look at Bill Paxton. I see movie star. So that was so cool to see him on Agents of Shield, and it's a shame. It's a shame, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just I'm just glad that we got 61 years of Bill Paxton. I think that's that's amazing. I wish we could have got more, but. I'm glad the 61 years we had were so awesome and memorable. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. So um, I'm sure uh, a lot of his his old movies will be watched on uh, on Netflix this coming month. So uh-huh. uh, check those out. But all sadness and other stuff aside, let's get into why we're really here, Mike. The news that you know uh-huh. nothing about. So this is gonna be beautiful. <laughs> nope. So we're gonna start by kicking off with X Men Supernova. Do you remember X Men Supernova, Mike? What this is? Uh, this is the Okay, this is the X-Men TV show that they're trying to make with a bunch of like new X-Men in it, I think. No. Um, no. That's a, that's I can't a, keep track of all this X-Men stuff. It is. Half the news is X-Men this week, Mike, which is actually surprising. X-Men Supernova is the next X-Men franchise film. Ah, um, uh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it has the old cast coming into it. So uh, James McAvoy is in talks to return as Professor Xavier in film this summer. In this uh-huh. movie, so they're kicking up production for the summer, like we've reported before. Nicholas Holt it wants to return as Beast, so at least two old cast members are coming in. Maybe not high capacity, but a little capacity. Uh, I think you have to have Xavier and Beast on the next movie. Uh-huh. Um, and lastly, Simon Kinberg, uh, who is writing the film, is also reportedly in talks to direct the film as well. Um, hmm, okay. 
I don't know how I feel about Simon Kinberg. A lot of this information came from him this week, but he did acknowledge that X-Men 3 was shit and they made a lot of mistakes in X-Men Apocalypse. Will that I, mean I, they change anything? Yeah. I don't know, but at least he acknowledged it. That's that's half I mean, the I just... Um... I'm just trying to figure out why Fox keeps coming back to the same wells when it comes to making these X-Men movies. I mean, uh, why would you go back to these these guys that have worked on the these poor poor excuses for X-Men movies? Like, why don't you just there's plenty of there's plenty of talent out there in Hollywood. Why can't you acquire someone else that's out there? Um, it, I don't know. It just seems weird. I mean, they, they it, it worked when they when they went outside of the realm for. Um, X Men First Class when they got that when they got the new director Matthew helping Vaughn. with his name Matthew Vaughn that's right uh, he was he was new he was fresh and he brought freshness to the franchise I think that's exactly what they need so why are they going backwards you know for uh, yeah, Kinberg? exactly well the same thing is it's the same story we've already heard we've already seen the Dark Phoenix uh-huh. right? like the whole point of First Class was to reboot the, the series so they don't have to end up back where they were. Uh, well, guess what? We're going to end up right back where they were. <laughs> just Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm just surprised that, I mean, Apocalypse wasn't enough to just be like, okay, like, obviously, I'm not telling Fox to just chuck out, you know, their X-Men uh, rights hold. Like, that's stupid. I don't necessarily think it needs to go to Marvel. But, you know, why can't they just uh, just double down on what's doing good? You got Deadpool. That's doing great. Why don't you focus on that, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I, I think we got some Deadpool news that you're going to like later. They're branching off into TV series with you know Legion and the upcoming X-Men series. Um, but there, he also brought up two other movies that are coming down the road. One being uh, the the uh, a movie about Alpha Flight. Are you familiar with Alpha Flight? Uh, it sounds familiar, comes? man, but what so is they're, it? <laughs> they're like the, the Canadian X-Men team. Uh, okay. <laughs> they've got like um, North Stars, one of them. They have maple flags on some of their costumes. Puck. You remember Puck? He's a little short guy with the mustache we talked about <laughs> before. Uh, he, so Alpha Flight was one. And also the Exiles, which was another uh, comic book X-Men group. So I think they're eventually looking to get new people in and do these smaller, like these other, I guess, universe building films on the X-Men. So I think maybe, knock on wood, we will get to that point Um Sooner rather than later, but will it be too late? I tell you I what, know. I mean, I'm not looking forward to X-Men Supernova. I'm looking forward to New Mutants because it sounds like we're going to be in the current timeline with New Mutants along with Deadpool. I just, I, I can't, I cannot look at a screen and believe that they are transcending decades, like every two years with these characters that are only aging by two years. So I, I can't do that. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're not alone. And I, I totally agree. Uh, go listen to our spoiler cast of Apocalypse to see how sour we were on that film, <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. But in good news, Mike, this week is Logan. We mentioned that before. I'm ready to see mm-hmm. Logan. I finally got my tickets. Finally went on sale on Thursday at the eleventh yeah. hour, and I was so on edge. Um, but I got IMAX seats. And I'm really, really excited to see it. Now, there's been some rumors. Is there a post credit scene? Is there not a post credit scene, Mike? I, I have actually, I've heard that there is. I've heard that there is. I've also heard that there isn't. I've also heard seen another report saying it might be a pre-credit scene rather than a post-credit scene. Mm, uh, gotcha. For once, um, X-Men movies are hit or miss on these. Uh, Days of Future Past had a Spider-Man trailer in the middle of the <laughs> in the middle of the credits, um, but yeah, they, they I don't know. We don't know. 
I think follow our Facebook feed. I will as soon as I know there is or is not one, I will share it with people. Whether, yeah, I mean, the, it does it, it does make you kind of wonder what did the if if there is an end credit scene, what is going to be in it? This is kind of supposed to be the definitive end for for Wolverine. It's kind of in this somewhat alternate timeline, and it looks like it is placed in the future. So, like, what is supposed to be happening after this movie? I I was kind of hoping this would kind of be its own isolated end to Logan. I I don't know. I have a feeling since, you know, you have a young character like X-23 in it, maybe they're going to show her, I don't know, maybe walking up to, like, the X-Mansion. Maybe it's, like, in Crumbles, but maybe someone's there to say hi to her or something. I don't know. That would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, maybe, again, it could be time travel. If If she becomes popular enough, they need to bring her into the main timeline. Uh, there could be maybe a cable time travel thing going on here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, I, I honestly don't. I have no idea. And that, that's what's so excited. I'm so excited to go in with this so blind. Uh, really, mm-hmm. really trying to put on the, again, the blinders. Just, there's a car alarm going off. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, anyway, but um, it, whether there is, I'm going to say yes, post credits or no post credits on our Facebook. I won't spoil it for anybody. I don't want to do that. But mm-hmm. I do want you to know if there is or is not um, our, our audience. When the, when you go in, because I mean I don't mind sitting through the credits, but like don't I don't want people to get their hopes up regardless. So I think that I think that Car is trying to tell us something. He's trying to communicate. He knows if there's a post credit scene out there, but we just can't we just can't transfer the dialect of it's, Car Horn. It's true. So the only reason I brought that up was actually because they added three minutes to the runtime between early screenings and theatrical screenings, and they think mm. that's that's the the. An extra scene in there somewhere. So, man, three minutes is pretty long. <laughs> it is. And however, we do have confirmation that this is the last time for Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier. He is uh, giving up the character, I guess, or quitting, or, or leaving the character on a on, on a great note as well. Uh, yeah, I Jackman. mean, there you go. That's another definitive end. We're saying goodbye to Patrick Stewart Xavier. We're saying goodbye to Hugh Jackman Logan. I think it's I've I mean I've done my best to, to kind of stay away from uh, like reviews, but you know it's really hard to not see like an initial impression trickle down every once in a while about the movie. So I'm hearing things like it's pretty it's pretty powerful. So uh, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I but I, that's obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think I think I think we all are. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and just to add this in here, not, it wasn't used, but Hugh Jackman said he would continue to play Logan. If it was in the Marvel universe, so <laughs> yeah, I like that he's throwing his weight around. Knock, like knock on wood, that could happen. So <laughs> I doubt it with all these other X Men movies. Fox is talking about. I wonder. I wonder if there's a way that they could bring him into the movie, be exactly the same character, but just not refer to him as Wolverine or Logan. I wonder if somehow they'd be like, "Hey, he's just an Inhuman with claws." I mean, he just happens to look exactly like Wolverine. <laughs> well, uh, they did do that with, I believe, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. He was in the show. Um, was Captain America, and he was referred to as Logan or James mm-hmm. Howlett, just without saying, um, uh, <laughs> like, without saying it was Wolverine. Is even uh, the same voice you. actor from all the other X Men cartoon <laughs> shows. There you go. That would be hilarious. I would love to see. That would be awesome. Yeah, Captain America spent wartime with him, like back <laughs> back then. That's cool. Another X Men movie we're not really sure about, but apparently is still an active development is Gambit. Uh, okay. Simon Kimberg said it's an act of development. However, Channing Tatum is devoted to getting the character right, like Ryan Reynolds did with Deadpool. So I think we're seeing these single character films um, the, be be inspired, I guess, by Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds' I passion mean, about the I mean, the biggest project. different here, Channing Tatum, is that everyone was clamoring for a Deadpool movie. No one's really clamoring for a Gambit movie. I mean, at 
I would be fine with just Gambit done right in a normal X-Men film. You know, like, you don't have to dress him up just like his comic book character, but, you know, get get him a little close to right compared to what he was in Wolverine Origins. Even Wolverine Origins wasn't too bad. I mean, I liked Taylor Kish as um, as Gambit. I thought the look worked out pretty well, but he had, like, they had no time to really flesh out his character. You didn't really get to see him that much, so... I'm fine with bringing Taylor Kish back and, and like, that would be kind of cool if maybe there was, like, a Gambit cameo in Logan somehow, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still not looking forward to this movie. Look, I, I don't think Logan should have any Gambit cameos, because that's, <laughs> that's exactly how Origins happened, brother. So, um, speaking of, I'm going to watch Origins and The Wolverine this week to get ready for Logan, so. All right, well, <laughs> I have a feeling your watching experience will get progressively better throughout the three films. God, we can only <laughs> hope. So, oh well, that's fine. Deadpool two is on the horizon. We have that to look forward to. We know it's happening, and I think this is good news. I'm gonna mic up as good news um, that Paul Werner and Rhett Reese are still writing the movie, uh, okay. but Drew Goddard has been reported to be brought on to help them write the movie and with Ryan Reynolds. So, um, Drew Goddard is known for bringing Daredevil to the the Netflix show to that uh-huh. to fruition, and uh, he he did uh, Cabin in the Woods with Joss Whedon. Uh, he's been attached to a lot of smaller, super good superhero projects and stuff lately. So I think he, this is a good sign that he's been brought on to kind of help with it. Yeah, I mean that that's awesome. It seems like uh, it's really easy to kind of get big names behind Deadpool two now, just because Deadpool one, everyone knows, huge success. So I, I mean, I'm really looking forward to this movie, but it still does make you a little nervous because it's kind of giving like your little plucky character, you know, that just had some fun on a on a on a somewhat lower budget. Like they're giving them more money, more attention. I'm sure, you know, whether or not the uh, Ryan Reynolds and the 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 director directors and the producers will take more money because they said like hey don't give us a crap ton of money we don't want to use it we still want to keep this small i think that's awesome they're still going to pour tons of money into mm-hmm. more into marketing too so i just hope like you know i don't want to say deadpool one was an indie movie but it did kind of have that kind of out of the box kind of indie kind of vibe to it so i i hope it gets to keep that it's the only thing that's making me nervous but i i still uh love seeing ryan reynolds put on that suit and act a fool so I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, and also, I, I forgot to mention, uh, Goddard is a, a, since the Oscars are tonight, he's an Academy-nominated uh, um, writer for The Martian. So, um, I, I think he's I think he's a good addition. I, I think, uh-huh. let's let's throw him in there. Uh, he, he actually worked on Lost, the TV show, which we'll bring up later in another topic, Mike. Okay. Question marks <laughs> for you. X-Force has been announced to be in production as well at Fox. Yes, uh, and it's moving forward. I'm gonna call this one Deadpool three. Yeah, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I, I'm thinking X Force is a pool because Ryan Reynolds is co-writing this, okay, uh-huh. uh, with Joe Carnahan, who is in talks to direct it as well. Uh, Joe Joe Carnahan, I remember was going to do a Daredevil film for Fox before Netflix grabbed it, um, uh-huh. but I think he he would have done a great Daredevil thing. Um, but I I think I think X Force is a great uh, a great pull for the future of deadpool and the mutant franchise yeah i think it makes sense if we're obviously if we're bringing cable for deadpool 2 uh it's kind of just you're already kind of organically leaning into an x-force movie uh but it does kind of make me wonder yeah is it the third deadpool movie like i'm kind of wondering 
I don't know if Deadpool 2 has been officially titled yet, but if it is it going to be like what Deadpool, Deadpool 2, then Deadpool X Force, or is it going to be Deadpool like Deadpool 2 and then just X Force, or is Deadpool going to get its own subtitle? I don't know. I'm kind of curious, uh, but. Uh, X-Force sounds really cool. I mean, I, I we've talked about this quite a bit of how Deadpool and, you know, time travel and Cable, they could just uh, manipulate the whole X-Men uh, franchise with this time travel stuff like they kind of did with Days of Future Past. Um, so I was kind of hoping X-Force would be the moment in time after that movie they would just reboot the X-Men in general, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen with that uh, stupid Supernova movie, but... Uh, X-Force sounds awesome, man. Yeah, between X-Force, Deadpool, Exiles, Alpha Flight, and maybe even Gambit, New Mutants, I think um, they're trying to, again, like I said, do the franchise building that Marvel's done a little bit better. Uh-huh. And I think I'm, I'm okay with, I'm honestly okay with this because I think these, these smaller movies are where X-Men need to be. It's not about uh-huh. the big team all the time. And I think we'll see a lot more of these and we'll be, we'll be, we'll be happy with it. Yeah, and I, probably the biggest question up in the air is how they're going to fill out the X Force, you know, because you know you're not really going to have, uh, you're not going to have Wolverine there. In there, it would be kind of interesting if maybe Psylocke was in there. I can't. I have like no opinion on Psylocke right now because she literally did nothing in Apocalypse and was silent pretty mm-hmm. much the entire movie. So I can't even tell you if Psylocke, uh, as Olivia, you know, Olivia Munn as Psylocke is even good or bad. It's just a totally flat note, and I don't think that was necessarily. Her fault. I think it was just she had nothing to do. So maybe we'll see her in. Uh, maybe we'll see her next worse. But she would technically have to be what thirty years older, or forty years older to be in that movie. But I don't know. If she's a mutant, so maybe she doesn't age. But time we'll travel. See. I don't time know. travel. A lot of a lot of questions down the line that we can, we can answer probably in like two years. <laughs> I bet there won't be any answers. Fox doesn't want to answer these these things that they they brought up. Which brings us to the next topic is X Men the TV series uh, has cast Jamie Chung as Blink. Blink was the mutant in uh, Days of Future Past who teleported, opened the teleporters. Uh-huh. Um, so she's at the end of Days of Future Past in like 20, whatever that year was, like 2030 or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but now she's going back to like the 80s to be this mutant in the TV show. Uh, so we've at least seen Blink. I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> J- Jamie Chung right now, the actress, she is in Gotham. I believe she's playing uh, Vicky Vale or Valerie Vale in that in that TV mm-hmm. show. I, I've not watched it, but I don't remember her from anything other than voice acting uh, in Big Hero 6. So um, she played Go-Go. I, I don't well, well, all right. I, I mean, it's we- it's weird getting uh, X Men series news just because I feel like I'm still warming up to the idea of uh, of uh, Legion being on FX. It's just weird to think that we're gonna get more X Men on TV just because mm-hmm. it's only ever been animated before, and the live action stuff has not been good. So I don't know. I'm still still waiting to see what's gonna happen with this X Men series. Got a lot of questions that need answered. Yeah, I, again, I don't think they're going to answer the questions that you want, Mike. They're just going to go with it and be like, this is <laughs> a TV never, show that exists. and They never do. Go there. Also, Jamie Chung was Chi-Chi in Dragon Ball Evolution on, on a quick Google uh, search. All right. Good to know. Uh, also, her character is described as a sarcastic, lively tomboy. And a, as she adjusts to new people in places that are selling quote-unquote home, uh, she's slowly becoming herself again. I, I don't know. I'm not going to delve into it. The, the X-Men series is casting people with a little bit of... They've done work before, so that that's a bonus. Uh-huh. Uh, now, all this X-Men work is building, franchise building, franchise building. All these X-Men movies are coming along, but we uh-huh. haven't heard anything about the other Fox property they have. 
the Fantastic Four. Until- now, 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 hold, hold on there, real quick. So, like we said, I'm going through this show blind, scrolling through the notes line by line to when we need them, so I have no idea what's happening below the screen. But right when you were talking about Jamie Chung there, I scrolled down a little too fast, and I saw a peak of Fantastic Four, and I got really interested. So I don't know if I'm overhyping this potential Fantastic Four news that you're about to drop on me, but I'm really curious what is about to be on the next line below Fantastic Four. So. You overhyped it. You, you oversold <laughs> it. So, um, so in all the Simon Kinberg stuff, people did ask him about Fantastic Four, and he's like, I don't no idea what Fox is going to do with the property. Um, <laughs> I love how that's the news. Yeah. We still don't know. <laughs> yep, exactly. But I think, again, as Fox is focusing on X-Men, I think, again, Fantastic Four are going to Marvel. Like, the TV shows, the, all the movies are focused on. Fox doesn't I care about Fantastic Four anymore. So I don't... I Okay, so originally, like, I would have said, you know, there's a good chance that Fantastic, Four movie, that Fantastic Four movie sucked. It didn't do very well, obviously. It was kind of an embarrassment. But at the same time, they're still, like, trying to beat the dead horse with this X-Men franchise of these weird, rebooted time travel characters. I mean, I almost think like if if I don't know exactly what the what the rights are with them for Fantastic Four. I know uh, these studios have to make a movie every you know X number of years to keep the rights. It just makes me think that they're like, okay, look at your watch. Is there any room on the slate for when the last second we need to reboot Fantastic Four again? Maybe they're just hope that there's going to be an, enough superhero movies between 2014 Fantastic Four and like. 2021 fantastic four that people will get that bad taste uh rinsed out of their mouth i would i would not be surprised if fox tried to bring the fantastic four back now if they if they had to for some reason there's some crazy exec there is just like no marvel's not getting this we're gonna keep fantastic four and we're gonna make fantastic four movies i would think maybe the best way to bring them back in in a non-stupid crazy way is maybe slowly introduce each one of them maybe throughout the x-men movies maybe have a johnny storm pop up as the human torch in a in like a new mutants movie or something like that maybe there's like a oh we need help you know like getting into this building and stealing this macguffin so the villain can't get it and we need help oh i know a guy you know kind of a la falcon with ant-man and then johnny storm comes in and Maybe that's a way to slowly bring in the Fantastic Four, and then they're already established, and we don't have to go through a Fantastic Four origin. I don't know, but I'm I'm not as sold that it's going to Marvel. I am. I'm I'm very <laughs> sold. Like they're not doing anything with it. They they did let um they chose to keep Fantastic Four and let Daredevil expire. Um, but I think there's a lot of X Men that they don't have the rights to, or they're going to change. They're going to need to work with Marvel. I think their Marvel relationship is building back up. Um, and it may not be in the exact form that we want with everything coming to Marvel, but uh, Marvel, I, I just I just feel good about it. And and I guess by D23 or maybe San Diego Comic-Con this year, we might know a little bit more, but we might have to wait till Infinity War is done uh, yeah. to see what's up with that. Because I think, you know, if, if, with, if Thanos is eventually ousted at the end of Infinity War 2 or whatever they call it, um, they're gonna need a bigger bad, and what bigger bad would you need be ready to reveal than Galactus? Yeah, or I mean, Annihilus? I agree. 
Yeah. I agree. I think that would be the best way to do it because, I mean, you'll have new Spider-Man movies, you'll have Fantastic Four movies. That's the perfect way to reinvigorate uh, this Marvel franchise. I'm not saying it's dead and needs to be invigorated, but, I mean, once, like, Phase 4, you know, drops, I mean, they're, they've had this whole, like, like literally decade of storytelling, and then they got to bring in a whole bunch of new characters, so I think Fantastic Four would be perfect. But I almost think, like... These uh these these networks are really looking at streaming services, and I don't think Fox is really I don't know if they've really have dipped their finger into like the streaming idea side of things. You know, the CW's doubling down on that CW app, trying to get people to watch over there. You know, you got stuff, you got Marvel over there on Netflix. You know, there's some properties over there on Hulu that are coming soon. You know, you got ABC Freeform, and you know. Um, Fox has something up on FX, so maybe they're just like, hey, maybe the Fantastic Four, maybe we could make them work on a TV budget, possibly, and maybe, I don't know, I could kind of see a scenario where Fox launches like, oh, a Fox all-access app, you can stream all of Fox's stuff on our app, and stay tuned, you'll want to subscribe, because, oh, we got the Fantastic Four TV show, you know. It's a possibility. It's a wild possibility, but I kind of like throwing you, you it You need to reel yourself in. Just reel it back in. <laughs> I'm going crazy right now. You are. Fox does have a, a, a live streaming app, I guess, because that's what the Super Bowl was on this year, if I remember uh-huh. correctly. So I don't know if they have that already or not. We'll have to look into it. But we'll we'll, we'll, we'll reel it back in. Let's, let's reel it back in. So Fantastic <laughs> Four, we don't know what's happening. We don't know. They don't know. Nobody knows. It, something will happen eventually. Uh-huh. Instead, let's talk about Han Solo. Um, the first image of the production kicked off today. I don't have the link in the notes right now. I'm gonna have don't to don't worry, man. I, I saw it, but I'm sure you'll add it to the yeah. Notes. I'm gonna add it to the notes, so I just want to make sure you saw it. So we essentially have uh, the majority of the main cast here: Woody Harrelson, uh, uh, Eldon Ehrenreich, I believe. I, I can't pronounce his name to save my life. Uh, Chewbacca, which is not the original Chewbacca; it's the his stand-in for all the other movies. Um, I can't. Who who played Chewbacca originally? Uh, I feel uh, Peter Mayhew. Yes. So this is his stand-in, actually doing the full role this time. This is his first solo movie as as Chewbacca. Um, you know, Childish Gambino as as Lando. He looks like it. He looks like it in this picture. <laughs> it's just gonna be. It's gonna be so weird. Uh, it's such an interesting cast. I think. Um, I think who they got playing Han Solo. I can't re- ever remember his name, even though El- you literally just, just said it. Eldon something. Eldon Ehrenreich. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, he. I think he kind of he looks he looks dashing. Like when I when I think of young Han Solo, I think dashing. When I look at this new guy, I think dashing. So I think that works really well. I mean, it's a cast of pretty uh, uh, good looking people. I mean, maybe except for Woody Harrelson. I'm not saying you don't look good, man, but like you're not pretty like these guys. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Is this is gonna be. I'm still a little shaky on a Han Solo movie to begin with. But I thought they did the casting pretty well. I just hope they nail the story. I hope it's good. But there's good people behind it. I mean, Lord Miller, holy crap. I mean, mm-hmm. you couldn't ask for better directors for you, a you, Han Solo movie. You really couldn't. And uh, Amelia Clark is, you know, we knew she was in it, but this also shows her in it as well. So uh, she might bring her dragons with her. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how that works. I mean, I'm kind of wondering if she's going to be like maybe some sort of alien. Maybe they're going to paint her up. Maybe I, I definitely think so. They have um, the actress Tandy Newton. She was um, she was in Westworld. Did you finish Westworld? We talked about this, right? I, d- I did. Yeah. Um, she was uh, May in Westworld, but I could see mm-hmm. her, they, them painting her up as well. Um, so that's it. Uh, also, there's a new title rumored to be revealed at D23 instead of calling this the Han Solo movie. Yeah, actually, they need a, they need a title. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, they need a title. So 
uh d23 uh is april this year um which actually is our next topic d23 uh i think the report is they're going to focus on the future of star wars films this year a lot of complaints for the past ones have been you know you talked about the movies that are out right now um Mm -hmm. we want to know more about the future so they're going to uh kick off a star wars celebration in april and then two months later is d23 and they're going to focus on the future star wars film so we might even get a new release date for episode nine and um maybe some beyond stuff i don't know i mean it kind of sounds like maybe they're going to mimic that marvel moment that we had quite a few years ago where they just laid down the entire slate going forward way more movies than what um when what Star Wars may announce coming up in April, but yeah, I could definitely see like, okay, we're gonna announce that third standalone movie. Crossing my fingers for Obi Wan, mm-hmm. not Boba Fett. Uh, so hopefully, maybe Obi Wan pops up in there. Like, hey, that's gonna be our movie. We'll get you know, we'll get a date for that last Star Wars movie, and then maybe they'll let us know about that live action Star Wars TV show that's been in the news for decades. Maybe that'll actually get some solid ground because I think that's supposed to be coming to Netflix. So I, I look forward to that. I mean, that'll be a huge news week for us. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a huge month all around. Uh, <laughs> uh, July will be. It's going to be off the chain, if you will. Um, yeah, I, I had something else on Star Wars I was going to say. Oh, the, it's that time of year again where there are all those r- rumors that uh, Disney's going to release the unspecial versions, unspecialized versions of Star Wars. I, I don't think we'll ever see it. So uh, don't get your hopes up for all those articles that go out there and get clickbaity. So, <laughs> so that's it for Star Wars E23. We're going to shift gears and, and hit some comic book movies. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 a trailer this Tuesday with Jimmy Kimmel. Um, Jimmy Kimmel, he always gets the Guardian stuff, man. He, he gets all the Marvel stuff. And uh, you know why it's coming out on Tuesday, Mike? Uh, why is that? Because Logan's on Thursday. Oh yeah, we'll have that just in front of Logan. Yep, that I mean, Logan's estimated to have a huge opening weekend. Guardians would be a great thing to do with that. So now we just got to wait for the next Spider-Man trailer, which I think might come with Guardians, and then uh, a Thor trailer, hopefully sometime sooner than later. Uh, we got three new images. First is um, Star Lord and Drax looking ready to fight. Um, Drax isn't looking a little desaturated on his colors this time around, um, but he does have a very big gun. <laughs> <laughs> that he, that he's don't call him desaturated he'll kill you man yeah yeah he, he might he might do that um the new theater standee is something i showed you uh outside of here and we talked about a little bit it's a couch with all the guardians sitting on it and you get to sit in the middle of the couch and take the photo with them so i've looked i have looked closer at this image because i'm really trying to figure out if they have put marketing dollars into literally making couches and putting them in the theater but i think it's just a highly resolution print of cardboard because i do not believe this is a real couch i think it's just maybe supported cardboard uh but it looks cool i definitely want to take a picture between a uh, yondu and star lord see i don't i don't know like it's not for standing it's, that is definitely for sitting but i don't think it's i mean it's a very highly printed cardboard couch but like it's a very just a solid piece you sit on in the middle uh-huh. uh, because if you look at the shadows on their feet like they're definitely out towards you so um, yeah, we're like ana- we're like analyzing every pixel of like this very unprofessional photo, but it's a big standee. I mean, I think if you if you have a chance of getting a photo with it, you're gonna have to go to a bigger theater. Maybe like a I don't think small town theaters are literally even gonna have room for this because I mean they'd have to basically install a couch made of cardboard with a big standee. So uh, 
Yeah, I want to find this. That's I think, cool. I'm hoping they have it at my theater for Logan this week, uh, since it says yeah. IMAX 3D. Hopefully, they, this is an IMAX dandy. So yeah, and look, that's the that's the second appearance there we see with uh, Star Lord's weird kind of uh, alien Japanesey shirt. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if that shirt's already being recreated and sold on Amazon. So so, <laughs> so um, I I actually have seen a parody of the shirt in that alieny Japanese font that says Showtime a holes. <laughs> and in, in that font, and I'm like, oh, that's that's brilliant. We should get on this earlier than later. <laughs> and lastly, we have a promotional image of uh, Star Lord's father, Ego. Uh, and, and I, he actually, I kind of like this look for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm only laughing just because we all knew kind of exactly what it was going to look like because yeah. uh, when the pop vinyls leaked. But it is kind of unfortunate that like Ego has just totally been out there in the open for a while now and especially now we have him in full kind of garb in photorealism not as a toy and more than likely the big reveal in the trailer for tuesday is going to be kurt Mm. russell so it's kind of a bummer that we 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 saw this all ahead of time but you know hopefully the the trailer is still awesome i I have a strong feeling that this jimmy kimmel trailer is going to be the last trailer i watch yeah it's i imagine this will be the last one and i don't think it will well i don't know (laughs) <laughs> so the only reason I said is if we get one Tuesday, that's February, and then we'll need one in April to announce the ticket sales um, one month out. So I don't know. I'll, I'll play it by ear. But, yeah, I actually, I don't think – I think there's more reveal than the Ego. I think I don't think Ego is the big reveal in this movie, but they're playing it up like he is. I, I, yeah. I think something else is in this movie, and we just don't know what yet. So um, I'm going to – we're going to keep that in the back of my mind as we go forward. Uh, some Thor uh, Ragnarok news uh, is that there was an interview with um, Tom Hiddleston as Loki and returning yet again, and his thoughts, Loki's character on Doctor Strange. And he said, I think he probably dismisses Strange. Yes, his sorcery is very impressive, but Loki's been doing that for centuries, so who cares? So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I definitely am looking forward to seeing them meet on screen and for the first time in I guess maybe have like a little street magic showdown, I guess, trying to impress each other. Yeah, that is one thing that was kind of a a weird problem they had to tackle in the Doctor Strange movie of like, how do you take uh, this guy who basically has no magical ability and kind of doesn't even believe in it to kind of being a Sorcerer Supreme. Technically, I guess he wasn't Sorcerer Supreme at the end of the movie. They still kind of left that role open in the air. So it'll be kind of curious how many Marvel movies, how many Marvel Cinematic Universe years will it take before Doctor Strange is kind of an established magic magic user? Because I feel like every time you know you have seen him in a comic or an animated show, he's all he's always known like everything. He, it's like he feels like he's been like a he's been like a historian of like the magic arts for decades. So this weird kind of transition of bringing Benedict Cumberbatch to that role, but yeah, maybe they'll kind of like poke fun at that with Loki. Yeah, it'd be fun. I think I think a nice lighthearted moment between these two um, characters. Uh, speaking of Doctor Strange, uh, my my Blu-ray has shipped, and I will have my Steelbook supposedly tomorrow, Mike. So um, all right, ready to watch the little Doctor Strange this week as well. You're gonna need a new bookshelf sooner or later. No, no, those I haven't bought any movies except Marvel movies, so <laughs> I'm I'm very very much on physical copies, purely purely Marvel at this rate. So all right. I'm I'm good. Uh, in humans news, as always, because I, I, I live for this, uh, a former lost actor joins in a large unspecified role. We don't know who it is. We don't know what role it is. But that was the, the, the report. Someone from Lost, who was a big part of Lost, 
yeah we'll play bigger I mean, role I, in this i mean i don't know i wasn't i wasn't really on the lost train mm-hmm. when it came out i know uh i know the 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 what was this character harley who's the bigger guy with curly hair is that, was Her, that a hurley on hurley lost? Hurley, that's right. I I know he he kind of got a bigger than the show almost because I think Weezer actually even put him on an album cover. So that's how I knew he was kind of a big deal. Uh, so and I've I've seen that guy pop up in like some episodes of How I Met Your Mother and stuff like that. So maybe it'll be that guy. I mean that's the only guy I can really connect with because I don't really know anything about Lost. <laughs> yeah, the only thing is I can think you know uh, Evangeline Lilly is already in Ant Man and the Wasp as the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I can think of is two people. I, I'm not a lost person either, so I had to look this up. But Matthew Fox could play a Black Bolt. Um, I believe he could pull off Black Bolt, honestly. Um, well, I mean, that's kind of like the big that's the big casting left. I mean, if Black Bolt is going to kind of be your front and center king of the Inhumans kind of, you know, quote unquote, mm-hmm. king of the show. I mean, you've already casted like a big breakout star from Game of Thrones to be his brother. I feel like you almost need to cast. Do you cast someone bigger than him? You know, because I feel I feel like you, you he'll get overshadowed by you know a Game of Thrones actor. So I feel like you definitely got to put someone recognizable in that Black Bolt role. And since they're kind of angling with this with a theatrical release for the first two episodes, I feel like they're just really building up the Inhumans to be something huge that ultimately is just going to be on a week a weekday night on ABC. So like I'm curious, like you know, how much money does ABC have to throw around? How how famous can they cast black bolt uh it'll be i'm very interested to see what that casting is going to be that's for sure mm-hmm. the other option is the actor daniel de kim um maybe as someone said the submariner namor um uh-huh. so uh or maybe even uh, uh karnak that's the word i was looking for I'm like i just uh-huh. i just put his comic books away so those were the two big rumors and the first thing i thought of was actually matthew fox's black bolt and i'm like oh that's genius and since Lost was on ABC, you know, he's got some some good faith with him. So, uh, But I, I never watched Lost. So that's all hearsay and speculation say. So we'll go from there. Uh, we're going to switch gears over to DC TV for a second. The show Black Lightning, we've reported on, uh, did not make it to Fox. will now be going to CW. And they've cast actor Cress Williams as Jefferson Pierce, a.k.a. the Black Lightning. Um, Cress Williams was in Prison Break in Deep Space Nine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of I saw this news a little earlier this week, and I was just surprised that they cast somebody because that meant Black Lightning was actually getting made. So uh, um, I looked him up, and yeah, he's not too familiar, but that's not surprising, especially when it comes to kind of like a, a lower level CW show. You know, don't expect us to, to get a casting announcement of somebody that you're too familiar with. So I kind of just go in, I look at the physical features of the guy, and go like, oh, could he be a superhero? Yeah, he kind of looks like he could be a superhero. Yeah, it, it totally could. Um, and what this does is this actually brings Greg Berlanti, the producer, his, his sixth comic book show on the CW, Mike. Can you name all mm-hmm. six? Uh, all right. Uh, Flash. Okay. Arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Supergirl. Okay. Legends of Tomorrow. Good Black go. Lightning. Uh-huh. Um, wait, what's the other one? Um, um, is this a trick question? What is the sixth one? It is Riverdale. Oh yeah, that's right. That is a you were you, you. I knew you did that for a reason. I was like, Chris, this is an easy question to answer. Yeah. But then when I started counting them out, I was like, oh crap. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't determine if he did I Zombie, which is also based on a comic book. Oh as well. yeah, I guess that's right. Um, but I don't think I don't think he did. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, I, I had to actually go take a look into it. But um, 
he yeah Archie I guess Archie Comics and Riverdale so that's that so he's got a lot of shows on there and they only air what four nights a week oh well, three nights a week oh. hopefully four oh, only Couple. yeah right <laughs> Uh, like he 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 must have really wowed him with some magic early on. But like, give me these shows. Uh-huh. So yeah, we'll keep you posted on Black Lightning. Uh, I I definitely think this it's gonna get at least one season, if not kind of like a Legends of Tomorrow. We don't know how many episodes it'll be because they're still figuring out as they they film them, uh, kind of deal. So there's that. Uh, in the DC Extended Universe, Wonder Woman has some new images. Uh, Mike's favorite low resolution quality for making the new, that <laughs> featured image. Uh, so you can check out this first low-resolution uh, quality of a uh, gallery, I guess. It looks like someone like took pictures or did some very bad quick scans of a magazine uh, uh-huh. coming out here. Um, to me, uh, the only thing that stands out really is uh, the green thing that she's holding, like a very green screen item that they're going to CG over, and uh-huh. it makes it look like she's lifting it with one hand. Um but other than that, I mean, nothing. Nothing really strikes me as too new. Well, I mean, I, I can I can tell you this. I just finished watching uh, uh, Justice League, the first one, not Justice League Unlimited, uh, on Netflix, the animated okay. series, and it's kind of it was kind of fun being entrenched in just DC for the last couple weeks when I've been watching it, and uh, it does kind of get you excited for DC movies just because, you know, it's cool to see these characters you've been seeing animated brought to real life, so it does make me a little bit more excited to see a Wonder Woman movie, so I, I guess, you know, if you're trying to kind of transition yourself from, like, a Marvel lover maybe over to a DC lover, and obviously I know that's hard, because the movies they've put out have not been good, uh, watch some of the animated stuff, it'll get you more excited, because the Wonder Woman movie might end up being good. <laughs> it's a big question mark in the air, but you know it could be even more fun if you're kind of hyped to go see it. So I don't know. It's a it's a weird kind of double edged sword being hyped for a movie and whether or not being hyped for a movie and it determining whether it's good or not for you. But um, I'm looking forward to jumping in the Justice League uh, uh, Unlimited. So um, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of slowly kind of kind of easing myself into uh into uh the the dc world you know yeah yeah it's it's gonna be um it's very touch and go going forward here uh-huh. um and it, we don't know how it's gonna play out but I, I, these two movies this year have have some potential to wow us so uh-huh. i'm gonna play by that and i i guess this article i thought the, the coolest picture was the second one where it's uh the real life picture and someone has like slowly been turning it into a comic panel in the bottom oh, yeah, left corner. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was cool. So uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. I have no idea why they did that or if it's just you know for effect in the magazine or what the whole page looks like. But um, uh-huh. definitely definitely enjoyed that one as well for that. And lastly, uh, the Empire magazine cover in high definition has been released, Mike, for you uh, to, to make a featured image <laughs> I, out of. I feel like Empire magazine is only still around just to do comic book covers because that's the only time I ever hear about Empire magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I had never seen one in real life that I can think of. Um, but um, yeah, I, I guess there it is. Um, same costume, Wonder Woman on her belt. I mean, she, she picked her name well before she, she made the costume. So at least we know that much. Uh, Justice League, the movie we were talking about earlier, a report is a Green Lantern will appear in this movie, Mike. A Green Lantern. But he has a funny sounding name. Uh, okay, so maybe. Oh, um, what's his name? Uh, starts with like a W, and he's purple, like the color of chewing gum. Wally Wallagoo. What? What's what's his name? <laughs> uh, does he look like a bird? No, he he's like a he he looks kind of like a uh, um, kind of looks like a, a bulky uh pink alien. 
Oh, Kilowog. Kilowog. That's I knew there was Wog in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it's Kilowog. Yeah, I guess the whole point of this thing was for me is that it's not. It may not be a human Green Lantern. Yeah, because that's that's kind of where my mind went to, you know. Yeah, so I mean, just thinking of Green Lanterns, I'm like, well, they have Hal Jordan and Guy Gardner and John Stewart and Kyle Rayner. I'm like, none of those sound funny. So it could well, be- I think. I think it would make sense just because it's all going to be about these mother boxes, and I think somebody from space is going to have to kind of explain what these things are uh, to them so they can kind of understand what their challenges are. But I'm, I am kind of glad Green Lantern just in general popped up because I had a I had an interesting idea last night that I thought maybe could help the DC Universe because what the DC Universe is is they, they need a, just a really kick-ass director to come in and just just like nail nail down a movie and just make a killer movie because that's what that's what they need you know they always say like you need a killer app uh dc needs like a killer movie and i i think there's a, a a lot of buzz going on right now for the movie get out which is kind of the thriller horror scary movie from jordan peele you know from the combination of key and peele so apparently he knocked it out of the park with this movie and and chris what do we know about horror movie directors where do they end up eventually going superhero movies exactly so i think maybe if he tackled like the green lantern movie i think that would be awesome that would be so cool uh, so I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm really excited to see it, which I think that's just a big deal in itself because I do not take myself to scary movies, you know, unless they're really good because I'm a baby. So if I'm this excited to see a scary movie and scare the crap out of myself, I could see Jordan Peele being courted by either Marvel or DC. So maybe DC should just shell out some extra dollars, outbid Marvel and get him on a project. So, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up cause I feel like that, that could be happening. So, uh, Keep an eye out. Keep keep an ear to the ground. Ear very low to the ground. And if you hear of any funny Green Lantern names, you let us know <laughs> as well. Um, Aquaman, a movie helmed by a horror director, by the way, uh, there you go. has a new synopsis. Uh, Aquaman will center on Aquaman, duh, as a reluctant <laughs> ruler of the underwater kingdom of Atlantis, who is caught between land dwellers that are always polluting the globe and his own people who are ready to invade the surface. That sounds like an episode I watched in Justice League. <laughs> it might be, or the Game of Thrones with water people. Um, one of those two. But um, it does confirm that um, uh, I can't find her name in here. I the uh, his mother, the um, Nicole Kidman. There it is. Will play <laughs> Atlanta, not Atlanta, Atlanta, the mother uh-huh. of the the underwater mother of Aquaman. So gotcha. Um, we didn't know where she was going to be. There she is. And, you know, same with Willem Dafoe, Patrick Wilson, and Tamara Morrison, who was all those clones in the in the, in the prequel movies, uh, <laughs> as other names. So, this is definitely uh, a lot going on here, but uh, I'm excited for Aquaman. Like I said, I think it's probably one of my most anticipated movies, because it has the least amount of drama behind it that I've heard. Yeah, I just want to see a really weird uh, Black Manta helmet. Just make it really weird. I want it to almost look uncomfortable when I see it, so... Hopefully I get that. Like t- very top heavy. Like how are you <laughs> yeah, doing this? Like, well, they're underwater, so I think it wouldn't matter. <laughs> he he comes out of the water eventually, man. It can't all be underwater. <laughs> the Predator movie is happening um, with mm-hmm. Shane Black directing, and he has him in his cast now, and it's confirmed as a uh, R-rated film. So um, I did not know um, the other guy from Keen Pill, the one who does not have the Get Out movie. Yeah, the Keegan-Michael Key. Yes, and Olivia Munn are in this, so 
I mean, it's I don't really have a, a precious place in my heart for Predator just because I didn't really grow up watching the movies, probably because they were violent and my parents didn't let me watch them. I mean, I probably could have watched them. I watched other bad movies, but Predator never, never really landed for me. I'll probably circle back around to it since uh, Shane Black's making one, so we'll mm-hmm. have to see how, how much I can enjoy the older versions of the movie. But uh, it's really weird seeing Kegel, Mike, and Key trying to be serious just because everything I've ever seen him in has just been uh, humorous. I, he even had like a, like a kind of a cameo role in uh, the first season of Fargo. Uh, and even and that first season of, season of Fargo kind of had a mixture of funny and serious, and he was still more of like the, the uh, funny part. So I, I don't know. Maybe this will be his moment to kind of just, uh, uh, just be uh, like a, um, a dramatic actor so we'll have to wait and see so there's a podcast or i guess a um an online audio series that leads up to halo 5 um Uh and he voiced the main character in that and i did not know it was him he pulled it off so well like the dramatic acting of it that is a deep cut. I wasn't expecting you to pull out just a random like uh, audio ha- Halo series there. Yeah, so it was like a ten episode like weekly like a podcast, kind of like that show Serial, but it like led up to the beginning of Halo Five mm-hmm. and how he uncovered some sort of you know thing and and was being chased by the government for it, and um, he, he did really well. It blew me out of water. Water, but also in the middle, the the the, the blonde man is Boyd Holbrook, who is the villain in the upcoming Logan movie this week. So mm-hmm. a lot of um, two X Men veterans right there side by side. So Predator, yeah, it's there, it's coming, R rated, better yet. <laughs> and on the other side of Predator is Alien Covenant, Mike. Uh, I oh. know, I know you're so excited for this. Um, we have two new photos. We have a full cast photo. Uh, this is a very little version. I should probably found a bigger version, but it does confirm James Franco in the movie. I believe he's wearing a bathrobe. It looks like in the middle back there. <laughs> so there's a lot of people there's a lot more people in this movie than I thought there was I only thought there were like I tell you, a handful I tell you what I'm going to be fully prepared for this movie so I can eloquently talk about the series <laughs> because only because I purchased a, a bundle on iTunes that had all of the alien movies in them and I know some of the later alien movies I guess are not as good just because they're kind of strange uh, but I bought it just because it was like the same price as if I just bought Alien and Aliens. So I was like, all right, the bundle it is. So I might as well just churn through the bundle, go back and watch Prometheus, and then I'll be on board. I'll be up to snuff. I'll know everything about the Alien universe, and I'll be able to judge this movie accordingly. Yeah, it, it's definitely um, – we may have to set down an Alien-watching schedule to get to that point. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know if I want to put myself through all that, so – Especially, especially so soon after Bill Paxton's death, Mike. You're so inconsiderate. Oh, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> but there is also a new photo from Empire showing touchdown of this ship on uh, the, I guess the, I forget what they called it, Paradise or something like that. Um, and you can see, you know, Michael Fassbender's robot character running out there. And uh, Billy Crudup is the second man there. He was in uh, Watchmen with the blue dong hanging out. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan, if you will. So there's that. And lastly, Jurassic World 2 has kicked off production. I didn't, I forgot this movie was actually happening still. So uh, it was it was good to see that. So um, from the um, Bryce Dallas Howard, who plays Claire in it, uh, she, she showed some pictures online. And this is one of the hats that they're going to be having on the Jurassic World thing. So Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm assuming this would be summer next year, right? Because there's no way. I don't think they – this. no. Yeah, it's got to be next year. I don't even know if it has a release date. 
Uh, it doesn't even have, I, a, have a title, so it can't. Be I would this just year. think because because if they're starting production, I don't think they would sit on it until 2019. So I mean, if they're looking at summer 2018, I mean, I'm looking at our upcoming releases page on superheroslate.com, and if if they're kind of shooting for May or July, June maybe. I mean, there, there's a date. Be... There's a date. Pick one of those months. Okay. Pick one of those months. Okay. Which one was it? Uh, May. June 22nd. <laughs> June 22nd. All right. So it looks like the only thing really in June for 2018, that whole month of June, is that untitled Fox Marvel film. Uh, so I don't even know what that is. It's probably I'm uh, sure we... the, the, the one that you don't want to see. <laughs> the, uh, the X-Men. Yeah. So uh, I, they'll obviously dominate June. That's for sure. If nothing else has popped up. But it's 2018. Uh, that's still a year away. There's still time for something to pop up in there. More than likely, June, summer, it'll probably maybe like a random summer comedy movie maybe that'll be at the beginning of June. Another so, Fast uh, and Furious film? Yeah, I don't know. It seems like people are staying away from June because they know Jurassic Park's going to come in or Jurassic World. I mean, we all know Jurassic World made a crap, a crap ton of money, so <laughs> you do not want to compete with that. Whether no. you thought the movie was good or not. Yeah, yeah no, it's definitely a big, big, big blockbuster. Blockbuster. There we go. Got it. Got it. We're good. <laughs> so uh, that's it for the news show. Uh, also, if if this is before, if you're listening to this before the Oscars, probably not, to be honest with you. Uh, we'll, we'll cover who won superhero stuff, if anybody won in the superhero categories. Next I, I, think it, I think it's just like Suicide Squad that's up, and I really don't care. <laughs> well, vi- visual effects has, has several. In it, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Suicide Squad was what costume design, makeup, or something makeup, like that. and hair. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. So other than that, um, Mike, you posted a new comic this week. You, um, I know you're taking classes on this stuff. Do you have a new one coming up soon? Another uh, one? yeah. I just, uh, I actually just had an idea pop up in my head for a, a hot girl uh, comic because uh, that's what happens when you watch a ton of Justice League. Uh, so yeah, if you wanna if you wanna read any of that stuff, you can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my uh, web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, you sound like you have an exciting weekend coming up, and I really want to see what what a whole giant like room looks like full of arcade machines. So I really hope you throw up a picture of that, and if and if you do, because I'm requesting it, where can people find that? Well, you can find it on. Twitter at Valdan V A L D A N. I'll definitely, I'll definitely be documenting this wholeheartedly uh, as much as I can. So I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> um, or you can uh, head on over to Comic UI and read some of that stuff. I'm hoping to at Lexington get some interviews and some pictures with some comic creators for that, and uh, you can some other show uh, film side chats. And not only are we on Google Newsstand, Mike, where else can people find us? Well. As I say every week, please visit SuperheroSlate.com because that is the best place to find the show notes where you can get all these awesome links that we're talking about every week. You can go to our upcoming releases page to get a lowdown on when all of these movies are coming out because it's literally too much to keep track of. So we decided to put it all on one page for you. And we keep it updated because a lot of the times you go to those pages on other people's websites and you don't even know the last time it's been updated. They still have like a slated like a Spider-Man 3 movie on there from Sony and like that doesn't even exist anymore. So... 
If you want to get it up to date, head on over to superheroes8.com. And if you want to catch the show, if you're not subscribed yet, here's all the places you can get the show. We are on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe and get us right in your email inbox every week. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. And you can pick up some Superhero Slate shirts in case you want to rep us at your local Comic-Con at superheroeslate.com slash a store. If you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a review, a comment, a like, a subscribe. I don't know those things that people want to get on their stuff. Uh, we really appreciate that. I love seeing people a comment, letting us know that they're loving the show. We get a lot of that on YouTube, so I really appreciate that. And uh, if you're a super fan of the show, all you got to do is just share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week. Actually, we'll be here twice next week because we're going to yes. do a normal new show and Logan. I was actually going to be like, Mike, don't forget, next week it's a twofer. We got a twofer <laughs> yeah. next week. Uh, so we'll, we'll somehow find a way to fit this in here. So definitely looking yeah. forward to all that. Yeah, maybe we'll make it like a, a rated R. Uh, somehow make it a rated R Logan spoiler cast. Just I don't know, just front load it with a bunch of swear words so we can get that explicit tag up on iTunes for that episode. Yeah, I can get some <laughs> Foley noise so it sounds like we're beating each other up and being very violent. <laughs> Does the sound yeah. of blood count as, as violence? I, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll figure this I out. I mean, I think it depends on context because it could just be maple syrup. You don't know. Yeah, I, we don't know. We really don't know. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Mike, uh, thanks again for, for, for meeting here. And I guess we'll do next week new show on SpoilerCast next week. We'll see you guys then. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe. Burr, 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 burr.